Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I'd like to keep coming. Hi y'all, my name is Bianca, and welcome to the Blunt Objects Podcast, a bi-weekly podcast where a guest and I share our thoughts and theories about true crime. Now sit back, relax, free your mind, and join me as we explore these cases. Unique New York, unique New York. Barack, 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 Barack Obama. Barack, Barack, Barack Obama. <laughs> Have you guys ever seen High School Musical? Miguel probably did. <laughs> no, I didn't see any High School Musical. Y'all, y'all, next time you come to our house, we're having a High School Musical. Oh, uh, hell. All three of them. Nah. Went this long without watching it. I think I'm good. You're good. I'm, I'm Gucci, I'm Gucci. Guys, it's like the best. <laughs> the best day that was ever made of anything in this world. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Boop, 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 boop. Boop. Okay. So Mufi's on the couch. I love Mufi. She's my spirit animal. Yeah. Just neediness? <laughs> yeah, Cody would test to that one. <laughs> I just think she's a sweetheart, but she's pretty needy. Me or Muffy, though? Oh, like- yeah, I was just oh. about to ask, ask that. I guess both. <laughs> okay, then I guess it is your spirit animal. Yeah. Look, she's just... That's okay, Muffy. You can know your worth. You can be needy. Oh, my goodness. No, like, when his mom gets home, you're gonna see her just, like, pop. And she's gonna go crazy and betray you. And you're gonna leave me? Yeah. But I thought we had a good thing. Yeah, but she will leave. Like, she'll betray you and break your heart. She just shows, like, she doesn't freak out. Like, unless she comes home, like, she'll just sit here. Mm -hmm. Ted would never. Ted would, like, get so annoyed. Oh, her and Lunchbox, actually. If As long as you pet Lunche, yeah. like, he just stays and plays. Aww. And this this week, he learned how to cuddle. Um, yeah. He got the picture. He he does like people. She's going to fall asleep. Oh, you just might. Like, they have this spell where they just, like, put you to sleep. Oh, sweet. Especially Mia, but I think she might just be drugging us. I, I don't. <laughs> now that we think about it. She doesn't even have thumbs. She's evil. Yeah, she figures that she out. She figured out. She'd like baby birded so into your orange juice. <laughs> I was pretty disappointed when we met and it didn't click. It didn't it didn't click. It didn't work out. There were no fireworks. Oh, I'm sorry, Cody. It's devastating. It's like on 90 Day Fiance where it just doesn't work. Yeah. You just gotta give it a try. Maybe it'll, yeah. it'll work. Maybe you just have to come over more often. Yeah. I came in with an open mind. <laughs> Open mind, open heart. Well, just despite all the the reviews. It's a scam. It's a scam. <laughs> don't don't send her any money. <laughs> you find an email. She's, she's not a Nigerian Mia. prince. <laughs> oh, I'm Mia. Please send. <laughs> oh, the neighbor's dog. We gotta just come up with a nickname for him. You don't hear the neighbor call his dog ever. No. I just hear him yelling at him. Yeah, and you always hear him bark. Like he's at least barked once throughout every podcast so far. That's maybe it's good luck. It's maybe. like barking his blessings upon the podcast. <laughs> right. Now you got to leave it. For now, what do we name him until we find it's What does actual... he look like? He's a little gold dog, like a little brown dog. Right? Is it tiny? No, he's no, like, like... Like half of Teddy. Yeah, like so half like a of lab Teddy. or something? Are you sure it's gold? I thought it was, thought it was white. I thought he was like 10. So it, like, is he like Nico's size? Yeah. We'll name it Jinx for now. No, maybe that's a blessings. Bad name. Let's just name it blessings. Okay, blessings. 
little bee outside. <laughs> Man, you guys, how did y'all spend this week? Like, what happened? Because we were just stuck in the house, freezing. I was stuck in the house. Like, Cody had to go to work. So you were driving out there? Yeah. They didn't let you work from home? I can't. I got to be in the warehouse. But the roads weren't even that bad, like, especially... Like, he only worked a few hours. Like, it was way well, better co- than okay. most days. It was Texas bad because you guys come from Canada, so you guys have seen, like... Right, like, so your side roads, they don't touch them. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of like, you guys figure that out. And then they clear, like, one lane on the tollway or one lane on the, the highway, and those aren't too bad. But they don't treat the side roads at all. It's just getting compacted. Yeah, I just hop right on the toll road, get right to work, and I was fine. Because he doesn't work that far. It was more It was more concerning for my, like, my drivers, you know, because they actually have to be out there on right, those roads. Yeah. Like, this was literally, like, a disaster. Like Yeah, yeah. 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 That definitely is. Oh, man. Well, hey, y'all. Hey. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Welcome hey to the Blunt Objects Podcast. I have Cody and Sabina here. They're some of our closest friends and they've traveled how far? 45 minutes after a snowstorm to be here with us. This is what the first complete day where we basically almost have no snow. So the roads are clear. That's how they were able to make it here safely and join us today. But guys, I'm so happy you guys are here. It's been we haven't seen each other since last month. No, I'm sorry. Sure, last might, year. Might be longer, yeah. I was like, last yeah, I was month? Like, wait. Hold. I was like, hold on, Bianca. I don't remember this. <laughs> oh, I was there. You guys yeah. didn't know. <laughs> oh, that's okay. <laughs> that's all right. Came to see it's Ted. okay. Sabina gave me a key. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you didn't lose it. <laughs> she was like, I lost it. I lost one. I lost it. See, she has one of ours. It's whenever they're ready to move in. Same situation. We just need to get one of those houses where, like, I have a house, they have a house right next door, and then we have a connecting tunnel. Yeah, see, that's going like, to be our un- dream well, house. The, underground, though, so we can have, like, a man cave under yeah. the house. Yeah. For you. All right, fine. I can agree with that. We could get bunk beds. I-, I call bottom bunk, though. I don't like them downstairs. I don't know. I've never seen, like, a king-size bunk bed, and I just can't do it. What twin. if we just came up I with the idea right now? Panic. Pan that right now. Yeah. No, I'm sure somebody's Patent. custom made that somewhere. Maybe no one wants that. <laughs> no, I don't think anybody's retailing that. I don't no, know if there's a huge market for uh, king size twin beds. I've seen some Instagram posts of like celebrity kids where they're like playing in their bedrooms like their parents have posted. And their bunk beds, like they have like built in giant bunk beds they look dope yeah like built into the wall and everything yeah they look so good so i'm wondering if those are those are definitely bigger than twins but they're definitely not kings they might be like a queen we'll just get them custom made like yeah option yeah true do you think that in england they call them something american like you know we have a king and queen oh like like how they have like their own shoe sizes sizes? and they would have like their own bed sizes Uh and stuff i don't know like, like we have like you know how we have the English names, basically, like the Queen and King? Do you think they have, oh. like, I don't know, like, cheeseburger or some shit? Oh, like an opposite, like <laughs> yeah, the polar like opposite. opposite. You know what I mean? I think, like, a quarter pounder over there is called, like, a royale. Yeah. A royale with cheese. A royale with cheese, Oh, yeah. my goodness. Because the metric system. Yeah, because the metric system. Is that what you guys use in Canada? In Canada, yeah. Well, I, I'm kind of messed up growing up on the border, man. Like I use, <laughs> really, I use like Celsius in the winter and Fahrenheit in the summer to exaggerate the temperatures. Because <laughs> you get to <laughs> negative. And- yeah, yeah, because zero's freezing in the, in, and then like negative, oh my God, it's so cold. And then, but like, you don't want to be like, yeah, it's 32 out. And you're like, 
is that cold? But then when you're on the other end of the spectrum with Celsius, that just doesn't have a big enough number to make yeah, it feel like, like it's 22. hot out. Yeah, it's 22. Yeah, it's 22. Yeah, it's that's, that's fine. Like... But like when it's Fahrenheit, it's like it's 80 degrees out. Ooh, it's toasty out. Like, you know, I can go swimming. So I, I grown up on the border. It confuses me. It confuses everybody. The border everybody. of Michigan and Canada. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So yeah. wait, did you, you lived in Canada at a point and then moved to Michigan? Yeah. Yeah, he was born in Canada and grew up in Canada. And then he moved to Michigan when I moved to Michigan. Like, I moved to Michigan when I went to college. And then he came, like, two years ago. I just followed her. You followed her? That's so cute, though. Yeah, I lived in Canada for, like, just just over 20 years. Yeah. yeah. Just over 20 years. Yeah, because you had to be under 21 because yeah. he didn't get his, like, citizenship through his dad, his American one. Like, he could have gotten it when he was a kid, but... He didn't get it. And then he was like, oh, if I want to move to America, I got to do it now before I turn 21 or it takes a lot longer. Mm. Yeah. That was smart thinking, though. That was definitely yeah, smart see, thinking. You're blessed that you fell in love so young. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's working out. It's working out. Yeah. And now we live in Texas. So, Cody, coming from Canada, you said you had a really good story to share with me. It's uh, it's like a two for one kind of because one of the main people, it's a, it's a couple. It's called the Ken and Barbie Killers. Mm, and then okay. before he ended up getting with this woman, Carla Hamalka, he was already like a, a serial rapist. I think he started in '87. He started just grabbing people and and raping them as soon, like stalking them off of their bus and pulling them behind bushes and stuff. He was called the Scarborough Rapist because it was in Scarborough. Mm -hmm. And then he meets this young lady, Carla Hamolka, and they the first day they meet, they have they have sex and they hit it off and he takes her number. But she's a teenager. Like oh yeah. So there's a six year difference between these two. He's twenty three at this point and she's seventeen. Mm. And his name's Paul Bernardo. Yeah, I'm sorry, yeah. And he's his <laughs> name's Paul Bernardo. No, wait, so what's the legal age in Canada? It's complicated. I don't know the exact ins and outs, especially in the nineties, but I don't know if it's, I think within a certain age, it's like, you only have to be 16 for the age of consent, but they can't be X amount of years older than you. So there's like a window. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. So they weren't within that window either. No. But her parents were, were super on board. They thought he was a catch. They were just like. Because he is, was very charming. He was charming. Like most psychopaths are. And he was good are. looking. Like he was blonde. Right? Well, both of them were, right? Which mm -hmm. that's why they're well, I'm assuming they're Ken, Ken and Barbie. Barbie. Right? And that's why they didn't really fit a profile. So he met her. They hooked up got her number and then he would they lived in different cities so he would drive consistently like what four hours to go see her in in like niagara damn that almost sounds like obsessive well they were like in a long distance relationship like he lived there and that was where his job was and she was still in high school right mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. like and he was just sending her flowers and love and love notes and stuff and it was like really mushy and stuff uh really early on but it gets it gets crazy really fast and not necessarily between each other but obviously with him being a rapist he's rather disturbed and um, he's upset that Carla is not a virgin, even though like they'd already hooked up. She had already lost her virginity before him. Yeah. And he, that upset him. And so he wanted a virgin. There's some mixed reviews, but basically the, some say that he forced wait, wait, wait. her. Before we continue, there's a disclaimer. This gets really graphic. Like right away. Like right away. So fair warning. All right, go. Okay. And, and I'm sorry if the details are a little split up. So basically either offers her... Him hit her sister's virginity. She's 15 at the time. Or he demands it. Or it's a mix of the two. They're a toxic couple. So basically, they come up with a plan on Christmas, I believe it is. Either, yeah, a couple days before, after, or during. And, and they were all hanging out as a family. The parents and everybody else went to bed. And they invited her sister, Tammy, to stay up and have some drinks with them. And they drugged her. And then they had some other, like, 
tranquilizer or something that you put over the mouth on a rag. It's kind of like chloroform, I guess, that she got from a pet store or vet that she worked at. And she basically drugged her. She passed out. They held this rag over her mouth. And Paul raped her sister. And she Um, videotaped it. And she videotaped it. And then they traded. And then she raped her own sister. And he videotaped it. And then she eventually either overdosed between the alcohol and the drugs. And she started vomiting. And she choked to death on her own vomit. They cleaned her up, called 911, and had this story together. And the the really disturbing thing about, I mean, the whole thing is pretty fucking disturbing. Sorry, can I curse? No, yeah, yeah, you're good, you're good. (laughs) So the whole thing's pretty disturbing. But the thing that really upsets me is there's so many red flags the whole way through the story and and through their murder and rape spree, where when that cloth that she put over her face left a ton of chemical burns around her mouth and cheek and stuff. The black and white pictures of the autopsy body clearly shows that she has these crazy burns or marks on her face. You saw those pictures in black and white. Yeah, like, and like, like it's like her chin, the bottom of her right chin, her lips, her, lips, her cheeks. Like You can just tell right off the bat. Immediately. They, they tell them that that's because when we were trying to revive her, she got rug burn. And I'm like, there's no, like, how does, how does someone who went to medical school, or a pathologist, I would assume, that they would be like, yeah, that's that's rub burn. That yep, sign off on that. Natural causes, folks. And like, like she didn't have didn't any drugs in her. Pills? She got sleeping pills in her body. She's got alcohol in her body. She's fifteen. And I guess they're just they just it was wrote just it off. Ruled, ruled an accidental accidental death. My God, they basically thought she was just being a teen, and they yeah. got out of control. Yeah. When you see black and white pictures, you don't see like all those details. So for a black and white picture to shock you that much and to like literally have all those details, like imagine if you saw that in color. Mm -mm. And it's so fucked that they did this while her parents were sleeping in that same house. Like they just dropped and raped her sister. Like that's so fucked up. Like and that's goodness. That's the first death that they caused. I think that's the first person they killed but at that point he had raped at least 12 i think and he had like four more attempts and there he was named the scarborough rapist in that town the one with the sister happened in a different city yeah the city that she lives so paul is from scarborough he meets carla at some hotel that she's in toronto and they're just they just meet there but they both live in completely different cities so like Mm, okay okay yeah so like he's raping people in scarborough and then he went to her house for christmas and stuff starts there and they killed tammy her sister but what's fucked up about the rapes like in scarborough someone got a really good description of him and they drew a sketch of this guy and it's not a sketch that's like you can't tell anything. it's digitally rendered it's digitally rendered like it's great like you could tell it's that person like well now you that you see him too and so i guess a lot of people came forward and were like interview paul bernardo that looks like him so the police questioned him for like 35 minutes and they just said he was so open and like so charming he offered dna samples they took dna from him like saliva and stuff but they were so convinced that it wasn't him that they didn't test it they didn't test it for over two years. For over Did you guys two know years, yeah. yeah. Oh Sat on a shelf for two gosh. years. And you know what? His best friend, I think, yeah. called in. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. So then they kind of evolve, and they try to recreate the whole Tammy situation, but with, with a Jane Doe, as they call it. With another one. With, with yeah, another person. With another person, and they drug her, and they do the exact same thing, but they don't kill her this time, and it works out. And she has no idea. Like, she invited her in. She was like, she basically lured these, this girl I think, into her house. I think yeah. it was the sister's friend, right? Yeah, she did invite her sister's friend over. And then they, they raped her, I think, a couple of times. And then after, after they did that, he abducted another girl. 
Her name was Kristen French, and she was the first girl that they abducted and like kept her for like three days. And then, or was that what three three days or twenty four hours? Yeah, it was either three days or twenty four hours, not very long. And he, uh, they they both took turns raping her and videotaping it, and then he strangled her to death with a extension cable or a power cable out of a back of a stereo or something and then they just left the body in their house and went and did some errands or something and then chopped her up put her in cement blocks and dropped her in a river yeah and then they got married two weeks later and then her body two went... weeks later yeah yeah and they found the body the same they day they found this body the same day they got married yeah Mm-mm. someone was canoeing and found it yeah a couple was canoeing and found uh bricks with like human flesh poking out of it oh <gasps> Oh, yeah. so they had floated up. I guess they didn't like toss them far enough. And no, they were, they were like, saying on the that shore. the tide changes oh, okay. a lot. Oh. Yeah, so then they get married and then they move to St. Catharines. So now it's a whole new city than where they killed Tammy. So he basically did his actions in three different cities. Yeah, basically like a little triangle, for, if I'm not oh, mistaken. And that's what made it so hard to catch him because mm-hmm. it was like they don't share the information, the different precincts, I guess, or the different cities, different jurisdictions. So now they have something in place where every all, violent offenders are in a database that they all share, probably because of Paul Bernardo. Yeah, so then in St. Catharines, like, they buy a house or whatever, and they... They're trying to live happily ever after, after all the crap they've already done. Fucked. Like, I don't know if he continues raping. Like, I guess he doesn't. I don't know if there's nothing. Yeah, it does look like his rapes kind of taper off after that. But that might have something to do with, like, him getting a new fix. Like, now, now that he's taken it up a notch, he's evolved as a... Because it's not just him anymore, right? It's him and Carla. So it's like they've become a whole new entity of serial killer. And they were videotaping every Everything. single one every of them. Every single one. And he was keeping that as a trophy. And, yeah. And they even made, when they were torturing, like their next victims like they even made them watch like the rapes of the other girls (gasps) are you serious so like elizabeth french that he kidnapped would make her watch the previous rape that he had committed and videotaped oh my god this dude was fucking sick Yeah, and he was nuts he'd he'd want you like while he was doing his horrific acts he'd have them call themselves garbage and just terrible names about themselves and then talk to him like he's a god or a king or something and be like and the chick on the side helping him out being completely fine. Yeah, she would just join in. She'd just be a part she of it. She also raped her sister and stuff. Yeah. Too. yeah. Like, yeah, she was part of it. And I've never seen the videos, obviously. I no, would I never, never want to. I would, I would never, never So I don't know to what extent, like, she was involved just from other people reporting it. But they are saying that she did also take turns raping her sister and torturing all of the other victims. Mm-mm. But- so next... Like, just kind of hitting key points. Next, Paul beats the shit out of Carla with him. They have one more victim. You only have two, Tammy and French. Yeah, after he beats her, it turns on him. Yeah, so you skipped Leslie Mahathy. That's what I was trying to say. My bad. So the way that their kill started, they killed Tammy Homolka, which was Carla Homolka's sister. And then they had, like, raped and drugged Jane Doe, who was their right. friend that they she invited over, like, as an offering to right. Paul, apparently. And then Leslie Mahaffey was who they tortured and dismembered, and her body was found in the river. Right. Leslie Mahaffey. And then, and then Elizabeth French. And then they kidnapped Kristen, Kristen French. Kristen French. I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, and then they killed Kristen French over Easter weekend. And then they went to like Easter dinner with yeah with her parents with her parents. Oh my god! Yeah, Dude. like while her body was just dead, in like in just yeah. in their basement. I heard they had one of them in their trunk for like a week, just trying to find oh, a place to like 
dumped yeah. the body. Yeah, because the the first lady he chopped her up, but then did the concrete and everything, and then the second girl, yeah, like I believe they kept him in the trunk for a while and then just dumped her in a random dumpster. Yeah, people are sick. Yeah, These and there was another murder that like a body that had shown up that they were never able to say that was part of their. Just dumped on a trail, I believe. Yeah. And they think that it might be theirs, but they didn't claim responsibility for it, and nobody else has. Yeah. But it fits. It fits the mo. It fits the whole profile, like the young girl, and yeah. But it's pro- I wouldn't doubt it. It probably is theirs. She's probably there. I don't know the correct way to say. Yeah. That. No. Oh, no. No. That's tough. No. To, I get. You know, I'm not trying to be. You know, yeah. No. No. Definitely. Not delicate about the situation. Yeah. No. So so then he beats her with a flashlight, right? Yeah. So after they kill. Uh, Kristen French, they kind of, their relationship, I guess, takes a turn and he starts beating her. Well, he had been abusive through the relationship, no? That's what more, she's more, saying. More uh, mentally and, and, and verbally. And then now it's starting to become physically, more, like extremely physical. Where Yeah, so he beats her with a flashlight and causes her severe bruising. Again, I saw that picture in black and white and it you was... could distinctively tell. <laughs> it looked like somebody painted like raccoon eyes on yeah, it. Yeah, I saw it in color, actually. Oh, I did not. Yeah. Uh, it was like literally like almost raccoon eyes. And that's eyes. just her face. Like he broke yeah. some ribs and there was internal bleeding and stuff. Yeah. And really let her have it, man. So at that point, I think her parents take her out of the home and then she starts to turn against him, I guess, and starts... Because right at the same time, they process the DNA. They, yeah, they finally process the DNA. Two years later from the first victim. And I read somewhere that in between that time, he had gotten interviewed by police a second time. And gave and, DNA and again. And gave DNA again, oh, and they Lord. also didn't test it. Because he just wasn't high up on... They just didn't like... He do, He just doesn't match the profile. We'll test those later. Well, These are the priority. Mm. So then after he beats her up with the flashlight and abuses her, and she goes to the police and they test and identify him as the Scarborough rapist. Then police is trying to get her as like a eyewitness to his trial. So before they see any videos or any recordings, the crown, which is like the legal system in Canada, the the head, mm-hmm. like the Supreme Court is like the crown. The crown. <laughs> because, you know, that's not associated with monarchy. like Queen Elizabeth, is it? Yeah, because, yeah, because Canada, oh. Canada doesn't yeah. have presidents. We are under Queen Elizabeth and we just have a prime minister. Cool. But the Queen Elizabeth is our representative. We're part of the crown. Along with the beaver. The beaver. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so the crown offers her like a plea deal for 12 years. If she... well, they, they had one videotape, which only showed Paul doing anything. Which was the Jane Doe one. The one where she invited her friend. And drugged her. And, and drugged her. Where mm. all she did was videotape them. Yeah, sure. yeah, she just videotaped them. And so that's the only tape she had. And it almost exonerated her to the point where like, I didn't participate. I just... Yeah. You know, I was scared and I videotaped because it's what he told me to do. And so they're like, they made a deal with her that if she testifies against Paul Bernardo, that she would only get like 12 years instead of like murder. It would be like manslaughter and she'd only get 12 years Um, or she got 10 years for each one. But they could get served at the same time. So I was like, and then she got two more years for something else. So she got 10 years for each one, but it was served consecutively. So I don't remember what it's called. And then during his. Concurrently. Served concurrently. And then during his trial about the, you know, the the girls that he abducted and kept as sex slaves and everything during that trial, then he knew where the rest of the tapes were and gave them to his lawyer. He told his lawyer, yeah. And they released him and they're like, oh shit, we gave a really good deal to uh, a serial killer. Because she was involved in all of it. So she got 12 years in a medium security prison. Oh yeah, she had Puppies in there. Puppies and skipping rope. Mm. Oh yeah, it was like, and then now she's out there. She's somebody's neighbor right now. Yeah, she's free. She got free in 2004, right? 2004. 2005. She got out in 2005, and now she she she's 
out there. And there's Facebook groups that like watch her and like let the public know where she's at, what she's yeah. doing and stuff because and she had a baby. So she I had three she had kids. Three. Yeah. three babies? And yeah, and she married her lawyer's uh, brother. brother. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> I feel like he might have waited 12 years for her, man. Yeah, that's why I was like, you waited 12 years for her? I'm, I don't know. Like, I struggle. Like, she seems so fucked up and so fucking involved to me. But I'm sure there's people who think that she was just, you know, a victim herself. But like... I don't know. Like, I mean, she was so young and she got into such a crazy, intense relationship at such a young age but like there's no way like if someone said fucking i want to rape your sister like get the fuck yeah, out of my no. face you like, get stabbed yeah i'd kill you like i go to jail then for killing you <laughs> like yeah there's i don't know like i can't there was i mean as much as i believe she was definitely an abusive relationship physically mentally verbally there was a part of her brain that was like this is okay Like she just went went along with it. I mean, because it's like, I understand, like, you know, people can stay in relationships for a long time because they're abused, but to be asked to kill and rape and stuff, I I feel, I I don't, I've never been in that situation, but I hope that there would just be like a thing like, this is far too far for me to stand by. There has to be a stopping point and hers was She she didn't have one, I guess. So then he went to jail for life and he got like, there was a parole trial for him and they deemed him like someone who can't like reform like so they took away his possibility of parole i believe he'll die there so fucked up like they're so disgusting i read some stuff about how like they would give their victims like a stuffed animal Mm. to hold as like like, as they would come and go from the room just to like (gasps) yeah like they were like so fucked up like they put carla in a psychiatric evaluation after because she claimed the defense of battered wife syndrome so they put mm. her in a uh, in a like a room with a psychiatrist, and she was clutching the bear that they were giving each victim to hold. So during her psych evaluation, she was just holding onto that same bear to the same bear. Yeah, and that's like a bear that he gave her like early on in the relationship or something. Stop. Like what was his name like Plonky or something? Yeah. It, was, it was some something. Yeah. Was, but yeah, but like she was trying to play a character. Like yes, I am battered yes i am like this fragile little thing but in reality so I'm do you pretty... think she was faking it yeah i think oh, she yeah. was low-key a mastermind i almost feel like maybe she was using bernardo as a tool and the problem was like she went to trial and then they just wanted him so bad they, yeah and then the public fought the crown on the charges after they were like you have to change her sentence you have to change her sentence and they did i guess in canada like couldn't once... they charge her on a different george though no, because those are the same charges that, like, because they already made an agreement on those, because she wasn't involved in any of, like, the original, like, Scarborough rapes, and then she was involved with those other ones, but she said she was involved, and she got charged. She got charged with manslaughter twice, and then I believe, like, cruelty to a dead body or something, because when they chopped her up, chopped that other girl yeah. up. So I'm assuming when they went to the Crown, they basically charged it as a just a one case instead of an individually... They did it individually, but they said she could serve all the sentences at once. At one time. Yeah, because she did get for each murder. Not for Tammy's murder, though. At the time, she only got it for right, Kristen the... French and Leslie Mahaffey. She only got... Manslaughter mans- for the two of them, and the then two, of them two, years two years for another thing. I think for abduction or something Probably abduction, like that. Like, yeah. But she was able to serve it all at once, so she didn't have to serve 10 years for each one. She served it together. All together. Which doesn't even make sense to me that you can even have that option. Yeah. It's jail math. And I feel like once she was like, oh yeah, I instantly take this plea deal of 12 years, shouldn't they have been like, 
Okay, because twelve years is not a thing to laugh at for someone who has no yeah, involvement. Yeah, but, but she, but there, I guess she like even in what she was pitching was that she was involved, that she videotaped and and lured these women and stuff. But it was because she was battered. So we don't know. There are mixed accounts to who would have killed each victim. They they both blame each other. Paul says that she killed, and then she says that Paul strangled them. They both did it. They both partook in everything. Yeah, so. regardless of regardless of who pulled yeah, the trigger, they, like both... they still committed the situation so his family is fucked up paul grew up in a pretty messed up family his father was convicted of being like a peeping tom and shit too like and he was so that's probably where it started and, but it's, and, it's, it's, uh, and he was raping his their sister like the dad so and then would just constantly like talk shit to his mom and whatnot she lived in their basement and, and when he was he was a teenager or something and he found out that his dad actually isn't his dad and he was the product Brought of an affair. affair yeah so then that fucked him up at a young age. And then being raised by a man who just talks shit to women all the time, that kind of gave him his demeanor to women. That's the yeah. starting of why he was such an asshole to women. Yeah. yeah he was but, learning it from yeah. his examples. Yeah. So he had a fucked up childhood, but like she was a daughter of three. Like her father was an immigrant and her mom like worked at a hospital or something like they lived like a decent life. And then, like, the parents, like, while Carla was even going through her trials, like, they put up their house as collateral for... Oh, yeah, for a $110,000 bond. For bail, so she could get out on bail and stuff. And, like, like she killed your other daughter. Like, I don't understand. No, that, that, almost that same situation happened with Casey Anthony. The parents were still helping out the daughter. It's crazy to me. Yeah, it, it's fucking nuts. Damn. So fucked up. They're so fucked up. I don't I don't even know how she can just still just be around society. And she never got reevaluated or anything. Like it was just that. Well the deal the deal's a deal. Besides like the Facebook, you know, following of her, like is there some kind of like legal system where well, like once they you're have in, to register? Once you're in the system, you're in the system, right? No, no, no. But I meant like, you know how they have like Hey, like I moved to the neighborhood, I'm a ch- sex offender. Yeah. I don't, I don't think, think they so. have that for murderers. For, for, they need to. Like you Google her name, it comes up and it's Obviously, like, but it's you like don't... Canadian serial killers. And you're like, that's my neighbor. That's, oh. You know what I mean? Like that's some, yeah. that's somebody's neighbor. She's no, someone's yeah. mom. Like you imagine she just mom. joins the PTA at her school. Like I'd be like, fuck this. She We're changing the... schools. We're changing countries. Like I Googled her I'm name leaving. She was volunteering at a school. Shut up. Yeah. Oh my God. So like, I don't know if like public perception is that she's innocent. I don't think so. I think there are many people who believe her to be like the mastermind or like a serial killer as well. They should really have like, you know, a following for them too. Just like child molesters. Why wouldn't she be registered a child molester? I think think 99% of them are in prison. She just beat the system. I don't think we need a registry for it because but most... But you never most know, but there's situations like this still. You know what I mean? Yeah, but like, I mean... It'd be a smaller profile for, than for a sure. child, but I mean... You just, you just add that into the sex offender profile when you type in your zip code and it's like, here's all the sex offenders and you get like a one like really like yellow one that's like, this person's a serial killer. That's fucked up. Could you imagine like yours like... No, I vote like, let's buy an island, the United States is rich, any serial killers that like we know have killed people and just because our system is fucked like in the law, sometimes shit happens, a lot just of shit goes wrong. Queen. Yeah, we'll just drop them off on this island, survival of the fittest, good just luck. Drop, just drop all the pedophiles and shit there and just let them have at it where they just kill each other. My goodness. You could... Oh no, I don't want to say that. <laughs> 
I was gonna say you can almost do like what's that fucking movie where Death they race? have all the no oh. like all those levels and then you have to win. You know that fucking movie? It's soft. No, no, but maybe actually that might be a different idea, and we could be like Jigsaw. No, wait, then we're the killers. No, never what's mind. up with Muffy? She's crazy. She's just... she wants you to hold her now. Yeah, she's yeah. being needy. Muffy, 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 here, Muffy. Baby. Oh, she might smell Teddy on you. I know. <laughs> she feels like a feather. Like Ted's paw is heavier than Muffy. Compared to Mia, she's heavy. Oh, are you serious? Yeah. Oh my God! How did Mia give God, birth? You're so cozy, huh? Look at that tooth. I don't know. Oh, she was. She would be given steak. What a bougie dog. Oh, we should have named it Sabina. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone makes fun of my bouginess, but like it's because of your bougie ass eggs. You have. Yeah, to my know. friend. My friends made fun of my butter. Oh, I love your butter. But that is some expensive as five dollar butter. It's like four dollars. Yeah, yeah, Kerrygold. Yeah. Oh yeah, that yeah. Irish butter. Yeah. Kerrygold, come and sponsor Cody. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Hey. Um. Goodness. Oh my God. So yes, this story was definitely twisted. Yeah. So fucked up. And like Cody's stepdad grew up around that area. So oh he my was. God. He was. He was long gone by that point. He had moved to another city. Like, his mom and his friends, like, lived less than a mile from that house that they were killing girls in the basement. And then, like, his his best friend growing up, like, the, the water they dumped the body in, his best friend lives, like, across the street from that water. It's nuts. Did you get to call your uncle and, like, ask him? Oh, it's, it's my, my, my stepdad. Oh. Oh. I spoke to him, and he was like, their house was like a, this, like, normal, quaint little house, right? It's like a pink little normal house. And they actually tore it down, and there's, like, this big old beautiful house there now. But the way they describe it is, like, it's kind of like the Amityville horror. Like, you pull up, and you're like, something's not right here. Yeah. You can just feel it in the air. Do people live in it? Probably. I'm sure. sure Because they they tore the house down. I'm sure somebody bought it for a good price. (laughs) Because you don't want that. You don't want want that. You're not going to get a lot of money for that house, knowing that people were raped and dismembered in there. Well, you might, because look at the axe murderer house. That still exists. Which one was that? Oh, I can't remember. Like, anywho, Where are they? there was some axe murders, and like now the house is basically a museum, and you can yeah. buy tickets to it and everything. Oh god! I guess it just depends. Like that seems like something I might go see, but if if somebody was like like axe murder, I can get my head, I can get my head around that. You know what? People are fucked up. They're gonna people are gonna kill people. But as soon as you start getting to like the plotted and kidnapped, put like their little project together and all of their victims were were like 15 14 they were children like he just had a thing for younger girls virgins so there was accounts back in like college talking to his friends where he'd get like a little carried away like where you can start seeing the the creep in him peeking out before he started raping and stuff and he used to have these fantasies of having like a a farm of virgins just to have his pick tons of virgins that worship him he basically wanted like a, a cult my goodness and he, you know, he'd laugh it off. Oh, it's just a joke, but it's deranged. There's like lots of little hints throughout the whole thing where like he's at Tammy's uh, funeral. He, it's an open casket and they're like, he's stroking her hair and stuff. Oh my uh, God. Uh, like just little creepy things that like are red flags that nobody caught. Just because of the way he looked. The way he looked and he was charming, but like that tends to be the consensus with serial killers and psychopaths, right? It's just. Yeah. You know, so what's one thing we learned is that things are not always what they seem. Trust yeah. no one, help no one. 
people. Well, they kidnapped yeah. the, the, the oh, I forget which girl it was. Oh, it was one of them where they picked her up they and asked, they kind of lured her with a cigarette and then no, another one. I think that was the first one. That was the one that Paul Bernardo brought home. That was the first one. The second one, they pulled over and Carla got out and was like, hey, we just need some help directions. getting some directions. Right. Like while she was leaving her school and she had a map in her hand and everything. She's like, yeah, sure. And then when she got her close to the car, Paul jumped out with a knife and put it to her neck. Get, get the fuck in the car and threw her in. And- See, there goes another one of those rules. Adults don't ever need kids help. They don't. Like, yeah, that's, if a, an that's adult a good needs rule. Help, yeah, if an adult needs They can help, call another adult. <laughs> exactly. Teach your kids, you know, don't take candy from a stranger. And also, you don't have to help an adult. Run like hell. Yeah. They can find someone else. They're adults themselves. And set up a password with your kids. I'm coming to pick. Oh, yeah. Your mom sent me to pick you up. Uh, what's the password? I don't know the password. Stranger danger. You know, get the fuck out of there. Yeah. yeah. No, but damn. Guys, that yeah. was that was so something fun. else. And I didn't know that much about it. I didn't live. In, I was we weren't even born when that happened. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It all it was all over by the time I was born. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Not by much, though. But, like, just, I learned it later on, and it's just still is so fucked up. Like, just for someone to have those kind of thoughts. Like, just, I can't. No. The layers it, it, to it, man. Like, just, like, Like, there's just disturbing. not a direct answer. Let's end this on a good note. <laughs> do you have a funny story? Oh, my God. Muffy? <laughs> Muffy, what do you have to say for yourself? Just put her close to the microphone. Muffy, say something. something. <laughs> she's like uh, I don't know she's like just keep petting me just keep petting me I'll give you some oh. licks oh my god, sweet this dog, baby man. <laughs> <laughs> we're just gonna start bringing her in here yeah we should right yeah Mufi you're the little mascot she has weird people lips it looks like somebody literally just copied and pasted lips on her it she's just kind of shrunk so them down a little bit sweet. yeah that's it her she ears are sweet, so though. cool you're so sweet She's Mia's kid, though, right? No. Oh, she's not. No. She just appeared. What about like... the other one that looks like Mia out there? Both of them? Yeah. They're related? Yeah, they're Mia's puppies. Oh, okay. Are they also Are they vicious? Nice? Mango, a little bit. Lunchbox? We're working on him. Yeah, they don't like strangers, though. Mm. Yeah. Stranger danger. I don't think that. And Muffy bite. just showed up one day? <laughs> <laughs> my mom brought her. Oh, my she God. She just found her? No, like, she got it from a friend. Oh, okay. But the thing is, is, like, I was having a really bad day, and I was really oh, mad. Oh, horrible day. And I did what, I wanted nothing to do with her. And she was, like, this big. And like, she just wanted time. everything to do with you. Yeah, she was, like, you know, running up on me and everything. And then she finally grew on me, and I was did like, she, The right. same day? Did she, yeah, she cooled day. your hot, angry heart? It's because I went out there, and I yelled at him, too. I was like, you get in there and go love that puppy. Don't you be mad at that how puppy. Can, how can, how, how <laughs> can, how could you not how love could you this not, little thing? Yeah, how could you be mad at a puppy? Because then, no. if you were, we might have to do a, a podcast on you, man. I was, I was having a bad day. You were just having a bad day. Plus, we already had five dogs. And I would ask, and I'd be like, let me get one more, let me get one more. And he'd be like, no, we can't have six dogs. And then his mom <laughs> brought the sixth dog on the one day that was the worst day of the year. So, Were you mean to your mom? No, no. I, I just came Aww. home in a bad mood and I, I saw Muffy and I was like, I just went <laughs> <laughs> to go yell at him. And then he came in and he was like, if she was acting tiny. like if she was acting anything like now, oh, she was, she was like I the mean, size of her head. I don't know how you don't just melt so right small. there. Like just you can hold her like this. Oh Put her in a teacup. God. She was tiny. She, she was. Still She's still so tiny, tiny, man. No, she was even tinier. She was like the size of her head. 
That's that's bad. It's that's crazy. I don't. I had it. I don't know. I'd lose I don't her. know how we would survive. The, that's a what gust I'm of wind saying. would take like, her. Away. A bell on her. Yeah, we did put it. Yeah, we had a bell on her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Oh my god. Well, guys, thank you, thank you so much for being on my show. Absolutely, absolute pleasure. Us. I mean, this was good. It was definitely a good one, and we could just learn, right? Yeah. Fucking never offer plea deals until you know everything. That too. <laughs> Fucking learn that, America. Get it to get, no, Canada, Canada. Canada. I'm sorry. The crown. The goddamn crown. <laughs> I'm going to pull out the Texas flag. <laughs> Play Whitney Houston. <laughs> the Star Spangled Banner and yeah. fireworks. Fireworks, yeah. Yeah. That's the only way to properly do the 4th of July. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So tell the listeners where you can be found. Oh, like your yeah. at names. Your, what do you do? Yeah, so I stream on Twitch. I'm not great or anything, but uh, come check me. I'm, I'm awesome. I'm awesome. <laughs> um, it's at CWebby31. It's C and then Webby, W-E-B-B-I-E 31. That's my Instagram as well. So it's the same on Instagram and Twitch. Yeah. And Sabina, you got anything going on? Nah, I, I'm just a mom. <laughs> <laughs> follow me at my mommy blog. Yeah, follow hey. me. <laughs> no, no, follow Cody because I do make appearances just randomly. He'll be like, can you bring me some water? What the fuck do you mean? There's water. There's water right behind you. You need additional water. <laughs> I didn't know the water was there. <laughs> she also brings like excellent prepared food and meals and such. She'll make. But that's just because I'm feeding myself. Like, I don't want to say like any kind of good wife y'all don't need to do that to your husbands don't <laughs> 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 i'm not asking her to she's just a swell wife oh he's the best. well thank you so much listeners for tuning in today and definitely thank you guys for being on my show and i hope you guys can come back yeah. And we see each other more often because damn Rhoda. But mm-hmm. yay, guys, y'all take it easy. Anyone who's affected by the Texas storm, I, I hope y'all are okay. Fingers crossed. Don't do this to us ever again, Texas. Except for like another 25 years from now when it hits us again. And- or like 15 because of climate change. <laughs> Get it together! <laughs> Get it together! Don't forget to follow us at Blunt Object Pod. On Twitter and Instagram. Oh, and and listen to us on Apple and Stitcher podcast. What what? Give us that five stars. What what? So nah, 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 nah. these people coming. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd like uh-huh. to keep coming. <laughs> oh my god. That's how the podcast is gonna start. I'm sorry guys, I'm so sorry. Here's some disturbing audio from inside. <laughs> yeah, it'll be it'll be Bianca's warning of like how disturbing this will be. <laughs> <laughs> I like to keep coming. <laughs> but yeah, five stars guys, because we like to keep coming. <laughs> Alright, y'all take it easy and don't forget. Alright, y'all take it easy and remember. Don't forget. Wait. <laughs> Don't forget.